0: RPG for You and Me presents Neon Heat, a duet actual play podcast using the Savage World system in our custom science fantasy setting. Thank you for listening, and welcome back to Caldonics.
1: Previously on Neon Heat, Athena interposes between Veal and a newly located prisme he's been pursuing. After a brief clash and quick dash, Athena holds her ground and manages to stave off Beale's onslaught. He flees into the mist and Pavi's aerial footwork distracting the wardens paid off. Athena tells them to go pound sand. Together, the three of them head to the shard to see if they can't find their new acquaintance, Gil's boyfriend, Hector Reed. a question yeah considering the outcomes of the season three finale would i perhaps have conviction for both a great loss and a great success
0: that seems legitimate yes you have conviction for your tremendous loss So we have Athena, who is walking with Pavi, who is walking her cycle. And then we also have you guys joined by Gil, the man that you had chased down. How did you find out about Gil? Like, what put you onto his trail? How did that entire chase even start?
1: This one was for sure an accident. She and Pavi were probably just doing rounds when they suddenly saw a whole street doubled over, and that seems... Not worthy of investigation that only one person was in it so it seemed like a good thing
0: to look into gotcha and how has athena been going around trying to do her job as the frequency like how is she trying to hunt down these Prisme and spectrum
1: regulator reports that rebexy has been getting like on the sly or maybe silas has been passing them over covertly for weird occurrences and people of interest She's not working with regulation anymore, but she would greatly benefit from the information.
0: Gotcha. So, drudging up leads,
1: pavement pounding, scoping out warden stuff. Makes sense. Kids, they're obviously at large. They are.
0: But they're are. not
1: in charge.
0: Well, Mm-mm. I guess that depends on who you ask.
1: Not in charge. That's what Athena
0: says when I mean, you ask her. Remains to be seen.
1: And of course, she's been asking Halarishi for a bit of help because, you know, he's been finding these folks a lot longer than she has and decently successful at it too.
0: So the more eyes, the merrier. Okay, so Gil is walking with you. He's a large man. He's got blonde hair, a scruffy beard, large, wide, worried, green Vel eyes. He's walking between the two of you and he is still eyes darting everywhere, like up to the rooftops, down alleyways. He's very much hunched in on himself, which for someone as large as him, doesn't really reduce his mass. Or like the area he takes up at all, clutching the elbows, all the telltale signs of man. This dude's worried. So you're going to the shard, which is where you believe you will find Hector. Mm-hmm. And Gil has not refuted that in any way. Cool. So you were talking about the shard. What color was it?
1: Light blue, like a Perry quinkle
0: It's evening time. You know, it's like still kind of like during the work day, but it just depends because there are a lot of people who work third shift, basically.
1: Yeah. In a city with no proper sun you just kind of keep rolling i guess
0: today is an off night for the shard like it's it's on and there's always something happening around this time but it's not like a main event it's probably yeah it's not big it's probably smaller stuff maybe it's not even like an aspirant night like maybe they're doing other stuff like having their own races or whatever in the actual arena so you get to the shard and you've also you've worked with hector been around him for months, so you know that he primarily works for the Cald. He's Mm -hmm. a member of the Cald, and he is very much involved with the transportation of goods throughout the city. Primarily that's like energy crystals from the mines that have been shaped, takes those both to the Cassians in the tunnels and also to the Shard itself. Cool. He takes food and other things created like in the agricultural area, the animal husbandry area, again to the tunnels and then back towards the other venues in the city. So he's probably somebody that like would occasionally deliver meat to Marv, say. Okay. Maybe not the person who delivers to Marv, but like that's also something he does.
1: General go between delivery
0: in the area. Basically. And I think he has like normal stuff that he does. Like he has mm-hmm. regular duties. Like a routine. He has a routine, but he does a little bit of everything. So
1: So he NPCs through his work day and then goes to the shard. Kind of, yeah.
0: A lot of his time is spent like in the Cassian tunnels. And moving between there and the shard and the vines. Gotcha. So, at this time of day, it's reasonable for you to think that, like, he would be here at the shard somewhere. Okay. Which is um, why you were able to make that judgment call when Gil didn't chime in with it because he knew, but, you know, he's all worked up.
1: Yeah, he's a little, he's a little worried. Cena stops and grabs some food, get this guy's blood sugar back up, also grabbing some for, you know, inevitably going down. She's going to want something to eat herself. So,
0: like, while they're walking.
1: In the ring of the shard, oh, gotcha. just grabbing some stuff to take down to the training room where they usually meet up. Whatever, Pabby wants to. Ooh, what if they're like spherical mushrooms that you just stuff? That sounds good. But they're really thick, so it's juicy and then greasy.
0: Yeah, maybe they're called. I was about to say morbs. <laughs> merbs. Merbs. Yeah, so they're called merbs. Merbs. Mushroom orbs. Merbs. Hey, Pabby, you got those merbs? You know I do. This one's so big. Look at it.
1: Are you gonna save that for last or eat it first? Um, Gil, What do you think?
0: Um, either either is fine, probably. Can we go find Hector?
1: Yeah, yeah. I just, you know,
0: she hands him one little thing of food to keep keep it moving. But he takes it. His hand is shaking a little bit. He certainly does not seem happy to be in a crowd. Hmm.
1: Well, we'll we'll, we'll keep on moving then towards the back areas and the the tunnels below and get to that little training room. The training room is pretty much as we saw it last time. Maybe some of the equipment is in different positions shimmied here and there, but it still has the light padding on the walls. Except for one wall that's all mirrors because, you know, you got to know how you look in your costume. It just smells like a gym. The lamps are crystal worked out of the shard itself, giving the whole room a cozy orange glow. And there's a bench for, you know, putting your street clothes bag uh, or one very large distressed man to sit and wait for his boyfriend.
0: You reach there with Gil, get him to sit down. He sits in a chair and we'll start picking at his murbs, tapping his foot, looking around still. So this is um, where you guys train? hmm Yeah. Most
1: weeks. Sometimes it's full, so we just go up to the regular ring if it's free.
0: Cool. It's, uh, it's cozy. It's
2: cool.
1: Athena dismisses herself and she's going to go at a light jog to get back up through the tunnels and past that mosaic wall to some shops that she remembered Hector mentioning were on his shift.
0: You do see Hector is like further up in the ring. He's oh and he's God. just meeting with the different vendors, having casual conversation, but making food deliveries basically, mm. raw ingredients. He's got like a really large cart that he's uh, pulling behind him. He doesn't seem to be having very much trouble with it.
1: There are definitely tinier carts that would have to be almost set up like rickshaws for delivering smaller restocks of like raw materials to the places within the shard and even into the Cassian tunnels, because it would be pretty dangerous to bring Domba in here. Some of the areas are so small and they might get stuck. Athena begins shouldering through the crowd to get up to Hector.
0: Oh, you... Get out my way. Hector looks up at you with a smile and waves a large hand. He's an umber-skinned man. He's got vibrant red hair and matching eyes. You know, he's of human and Ori heritage. And his hair is trimmed much shorter than it was before. Like, it's very small curls.
1: She waves him down, says, We found uh, your boyfriend hanging around.
2: Um, what do you mean you found him?
1: I'd like to talk to you about that.
2: Sure, I can, uh, I can put this aside. That's not a problem. Is he okay? You all right? What happened?
1: Oh, we're we're all fine. He's a little rattled still. He's catching up. Pavi's with him. There there was a bit of a potential vol, vol vol volatile violent or altercation.
2: Well, you seem a little shaken up too.
1: So. No, I'm fine. We should go though.
0: All right. Hector now is starting to look a little more nervous and glances around, but. He pulls his card off to one side and and stows it away. Maybe exchanges a quick word with one of the shopkeepers that he's friends with just to keep an eye on it.
1: Could I make some like rolls to see what she would have noticed about Hector in their time since season three? Any shift in behavior or if she like took a peek at him again, you know what I mean? Sure. Okay. A retroactive roll.
0: I don't know how much we actually need to like make rolls for. It depends on how much time you spend around him, right? Like you will... Um, oh, certain things.
1: Once a week, they were Adam. working out. So even if she's not an active aspirant right now, it's still good to move her body.
0: Yeah. Her weary 30-year-old bones. Over time, as you've worked with Hector, he definitely has gotten greater control over his abilities. And as you remember, the primary one was charging items with kinetic force when he throws them. And just being able to throw them at, like, extremely high velocities as projectile weapons. You'd previously seen him try to charge his feet, really goofed himself up, so... Maybe that's something he's been working on, so now he can, like, move a little faster and stuff, too. That's cool. Like a leaping bound kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's cool. It's not so much, like, speed as, like, run along the ground, but he charges himself with those, like, short little bursts, so.
1: Oh, gosh. Imagining him being in one of those Shazad spire fields, anime-ass, jumping from rock to rock
0: is very cool. It's just kind of been quiet from Athena's perspective, like... Mm. Everything just seems kind of normal. Like, for all intents and purposes, he seems kind of like an Ori. It just seems like his abilities are developing.
1: I went through Corey puberty. Would she have noticed any more of that black squiggly bits through his
0: red? Do you know what I mean? Sure, yeah. Let's do your... Oh, you got rid of empathy, didn't you?
1: Yeah, but she still has detect.
0: Detect. Okay, Uh, roll your cast for detect.
1: So, this hasn't come up yet. But one of my reworked hindrances is Reckless Major.
0: Anytime the character critically fails a roll to activate or use a power, it goes wildly out of control. It affects the wrong target, has the converse effect, or causes massive collateral damage. The exact effect is up to the GM based on the situation, but it should be memorable and potentially disastrous. A super must have powers that require an activation roll to take this hindrance.
1: Boy, howdy, do I got it? You do. Okay, it's just a regular roll. Ooh, that's a nine.
0: You have a very clear idea of how Hector's situation has been progressing. Over time, as he's gained more control, it seems as though that sort of negative energy or the black smoke or whatever you want to refer to that The shadow tendrils. The shadow tendrils certainly appear to be getting smaller over time or they're not as prevalent. But there's occasionally spikes here and there. You know, if while you guys are training, tensions run high. It's all about emotional and physical exertions. And there's the occasional moment where it comes more to the forefront.
1: And has she been able to glean any more about what that means through like talking with Halarishi or just seeing it active in other folks she might've peeped at? She's just trying to assess... Person-to-person
0: risk levels. Sure. Let's do one persuasion, one notice, and one research.
1: Persuasion? You've got it. Blew up my six. Eleven. D6 research. Goddamn. Thirteen. Notice. That's a D8. Seven.
0: So through a combination of different means, which is probably... Your actual observations as you watch people that you've been interacting with, both Hector, the people of Prism, and just your experience over time, interacting with people, you know, getting their firsthand accounts, talking with more knowledgeable sources like Halarishi, maybe Azalea, Hmm. as well as the very scant actual information there is to pour through, which I feel like would also include maybe direct memories or fragments, Hmm. like if you have somebody assisting you in in trying to review that type of stuff or like even your own memories. What you managed to piece together is that it seems to be both a measure of control and a measure of the sense of self and identity. The more out of control somebody is or the more bestial they become, the more that seems to edge in, Hmm. the more harmonious the relationship between the person and the spectrum is or the more of a, a clean meld there is or something like that, the less there is. And then part of it is also just based on emotional stability and things like that. Right. Thing, so
1: Surprising Athena does
0: not have more <laughs> shadow tendrils. It's a lot of different things together. And I still don't think you have like a perfect idea of, of what it actually means. But it definitely seems to be more prevalent in everyone that descended from Shadow Man. Mm. That seems to be a prime thing. Yeah. It checks out. Yeah.
1: How often would she see that at PRISM?
0: Nowadays, not as often. It really just depends on like the state of the person when you find them. I think there have been instances where, you know, you've found people that are just like too far gone or you can't help them or they've already like slipped to the point of being bestial and that's more rampant and they're more dangerous. Mm -hmm. I think you've also experienced some degenerative cases where people like start well but then through a combination of events or their own personal development it starts to go worse and they start to like lose some of that control or just Mm. becoming like a little bit more of a loose cannon style and then then it starts to be more issue there too yeah you can tell like there are there are signs over time that can lead to that becoming more problematic so
1: thank god she has so many little
0: moth eyes Mm -hmm. cool so you lead hector back down to your training room when he walks through the door Gil is sitting there with Pavi, clearly still on edge, watching the door, waiting for you guys to come back. And when Hector appears, he just stands up, food tumbles out of his lap, and he just runs over and throws his arms around Hector in a huge hug and just starts crying. And Hector looks... He goes from looking happy to see Gil to very worried, and is patting his back. Hey, hey,
2: hey, hey. It's all right. It's all right. Shh, it's gonna be all right.
1: So was being followed by a guy named Veal. He's an arrow. You might want to sit down
2: for this and... Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, Come on, Gilly. Come here.
0: He leads Gil over to some of the chairs, and they, they sit down together, and Gil, after sobbing for a minute or two, just puts his head into the crook of Hector's shoulder. And, and Hector is, you know, a little bit smaller than Gil is still. And Gil's just clutching at him. But Hector is patting him consolingly, comfortingly, but his attention is focused on you and he's very, very laser focused.
2: What's this all about?
1: Uh, it's kind of in line with my new job, which I've been meaning to talk to you about for a while, but it seemed like, yeah, things pretty well handled. But now in hindsight, I probably should have told you sooner.
2: Uh, yeah, I know you left uh, regulation a little while ago. Seemed like you've been feeling better. User, yeah, he's change, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's 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 been better. It's been better. but helping a lot more people. That's good, including maybe you guys. All right. So you know how you've been developing a little bit more rapidly the past couple
2: months? Yeah, my origins finally catching up. It's about time.
1: Well, the, the, the Gil, are you part part uh part Ori?
2: Uh uh
0: no 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 I'm 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 Val. just Vel very Vel Okay, very well
1: Okay, it's okay. Don't forget about your merbs.
0: Oh, sadly, takes a bite.
1: The two of you weren't together during the drug fog night uh, were you a couple months back? You know, the everybody was real scared and it was all over the city and that 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 drug fog.
2: You mean like in the same place, in physically in the same location together? Or like? Just
1: out in it.
2: Uh, I was. I went inside like as soon as I could. You know.
1: How are you feeling during that?
0: Scared. Really anxious. Um, Silly question. <laughs> <sighs> she is, continues breathing heavily and is clearly having a hard time. Is is he any better with Hector? I mean, yeah, but... By, by inches, heavy. not miles. He's still like on the edge of yeah. breakdown here. He's He held it together to get back to his safe space. But now that he is in his safe space, he's in the middle of venting his excess emotions. Hector continues patting him.
1: Athena looks to Pavi like I'm not doing a very good job today, am I?
0: Pavi has a mouth full of merbs and shrugs, hmm. but looks sympathetic. All mm-hmm. right.
1: When the fog went off, a lot of people were not only adversely affected by the drugs for a short amount of time, but there was also something in the fog that dispersed. That's more a form of energy. All right that seeped into a lot of folks. You know, citizens, toppers on vacation.
2: hmm Okay.
1: Have have y'all, y'all... Y'all haven't been to the warden meetings, right?
2: Wardens? Like, wardens of the call? Yeah. No.
1: Okay, good. You stay away from them. All right. Because they're looking for people that have been exposed. Because it's... Ba- have you ever been... Part of a pyramid scheme? Uh,
2: I don't think I have been, but I'm familiar with the concept.
1: Okay, it's kind of like that. So steer as clear of them as possible. They're going to offer help. They're going to offer sympathy. They're going to offer a lot of things, but you don't want any of
2: it. I'm sorry, so how does this come together? (sighs) We got some energy that the wardens want people for?
1: Sort of. It's all like, 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 like...
2: Black. Got it.
1: The energy being distributed sort of enhances your corey abilities, even if you didn't have any. It can be sometimes very volatile. So there are some people in the city who don't think that people people like like that like like us should exist. So we have to be ever vigilant. And uh, I have a safe place I can get y'all to. If you want to parse through things and not be hunted down with a guy with a giant
2: crystal sword, uh, hold on, hold on. All right, so it's some sort of an energy stimulant that heightens our um, innate corey, as we said. So like, I have, I'm I'm priori, but I never had linked powers, linked abilities.
1: Yeah, hot money's on. You still don't.
2: Well, hold on. In, we've been we've been working together for a while now what do you mean I don't
1: the onset of of sudden abilities like you've you know experienced has happened to a lot of people that I've met and a lot of people I've been working with and it's not something triggered by your biology it's from the external source of this extra corey getting funneled into people
2: is this like foley? no we Mm -mm. sick or something? no
1: no you're fine it's fine. It's sort of like, um, you know, like a partnership with a v- varyingly leveled intelligent Corey presence.
0: So he's sitting there and he's listening to you talk and his eyes are kind of squinty most of the time as he's processing that. And you say that and he's watching you and his mouth is a little open and he just keeps watching
2: you like waiting for more. But, so I um, don't you saying I got energy powers in me and it's thinking for itself or something?
1: It's kind of like like a seed, right? But you can help how it grows.
2: I mean, I like being able to do Ori stuff. That's, I never got a chance to do that. It was kind of a disappointment.
1: But now it's pretty good, right?
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't see what the problem is.
1: Maybe it isn't a problem. I don't think it is a problem.
2: Okay, then uh, why people want to hurt us because of it. That don't track.
1: Did you hear any reports of people kind of going crazy in the streets a little while ago after that explosion at the lighthouse?
2: There's reports of that like every couple weeks. every I don't know. It happens. There's nutty people out there.
1: Sometimes these partnerships initially don't take very well. And it kind of makes people act a bit more violently for a time, enough amount of time to be branded as dangerous by people like Veal, who are actively looking for people like this. It's not right, and I'm, you know, I'm just trying to stop it, because that's my job now.
2: So you're trying to stop people like, like us?
1: No, I'm trying to help people like us.
2: By stopping... The other one who's trying to stop people like us.
1: Yeah, yes. Okay. And also the wardens who just want to absorb you into their big thought conglomerate.
2: Sits back up. You're talking some crazy nonsense right now, Sedaris. I know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't feel like anything's ever, like, talking to me, you know? I don't know anything. I don't, this is... He stands up and he starts
0: pacing around the room. Actually, can you make me a persuade? This this
1: is some crazy nonsense. Uh, I got a four. I kind of want to Benny it. There was twos. Oh,
0: God. (laughs) All right. Well, he got a three. Oh, my God. He starts pacing around the room, flexing and unflexing his hands. He's just like working out excess body energy right now. Mm -hmm. He's not doing anything like super violent, but he's... Going through some of the practice motions that you guys have done, Gil is sniffling, but kind of sits there hunched down on himself, just watching Hector walk around. Athena picks up a punch pad to, like, put on her forearm. Athena, you would know that this is a risk now that yeah. you are taking. If, yeah. you're, if you're inviting this, then you might, you it's might okay. get a little extra in your bargain for.
1: She's trying to exude solidarity, maybe recklessly.
0: All right, you put the thingy on. He paces for another minute and then he goes to take a swipe. I'm just gonna, I'm not like rolling anything crazy here. I just want to see. Oh my God, he blew up an eight and a six. And a six into a five. Uh, He got a 17. To hit? To hit. Let's do...
1: My parry is six.
0: That's 11 damage. This is more just a measure of like... How hard he's hitting. Yeah. Can you roll me... Either athletics or strength at minus two.
1: I'll roll my strength at minus two. The choice is yours.
0: That's a fail. Okay. I'll take it. You'll take it? Yeah. He spins his arm around and then just throws a punch into like the arm punchy bag thing that you have up that you're holding. Mm -hmm. And as he does this, you see the red aura around him charge up and he smashes the fist into that. And it's like a small concussion goes off and just curls you backwards into the wall. I'm going to roll this. That's a four. Oh my God. Oh my God. She <laughs> rolled a 19 on the damage. Rather, I rolled a 19 on the environmental damage of you being thrown into the wall. But well,
1: it, she didn't take any
0: wounds in the fight. What I just did there was use the knockback rules from the mm-hmm. superpower companion. I only rolled a d6 for the distance and I got a four. You are one inch away from the wall, so it's a three. Mm-hmm. So, the knockback damage was 1d6 plus 3, but the d6 blew up twice and then rolled a 4. So, it was 16 plus 3 is 19. So, you're taking 19 damage right now. It's fine. But your armor does count if you have oh, it. Oh,
1: good. I do have plus 2, 7 toughness.
0: Okay. So, you're taking 2 right now. You're taking okay. 2 wounds. <laughs> I will soak. Oh, God.
1: I'd love to soak with my d6 vigor. Minus 1. That was almost at 8.
0: <laughs>
1: I'll soak one wound.
0: Okay, I still take a wound. Alright, so Athena, this concussion goes off and blasts you into the wall. What about how you hit this wall causes the wound?
1: It pops her shoulder out of the joint.
0: As soon as the blow lands and you're airborne, you just hear Hector go, oh shit! And he's immediately running forward and trying to help you up. But when he's doing the punch, you have this brief slow motion moment as you see the red fist coming towards you and he just has clenched teeth. He has this Expression of pure frustration and fury, and I think we just get like the the briefest flashback to when you were fighting Harlan Troya. Ooh, one of those overlaid images, and then you're back again. But then you're flying backwards, so he comes over and he's he's hovering, and he goes to put his hands on you, and then stops and just says,
2: "Oh my God, Athena, I'm so sorry."
1: No, it's okay. Put on the thing. Ow. It's fine, Poppy Can you can you can you can you reset this?
0: Pavi, as soon as this happened, just went and choked on her food a little bit. And she's like, hey, asshole, don't do it's, that. i It's my fault. She looks very irritated. I knew
1: the risks. Come here. Can you come to me?
0: She, I think she's, she's going <laughs> she to. Said, says, uh, yeah. no, so, shut up. Hold on. Pavi is going to attempt to just use regular role yeah. of healing. Can
1: I support her? I have D6 healing. Pavi
0: does not have healing. Hector has a D4. All right, so Pavi is going to roll untrained.
1: Oh, you want me to roll this? Yeah, roll first. your support. Yeah. He's 6 healing.
0: No. I'll roll Especially Hec- with her minus one. Hector's help. He got a five. Cool. So he gives plus one. And now Pavi's untrained. Pevy. Which is a D4 minus one. She blew up six into a four. Nine. Nice. She looks at it with Hector's help. He's just pointing. He's like,
2: yeah, if you, uh, if you just like move it, lift her arm just up a little bit and then free the joint. And now he just one, one move. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Goes right back in with a little crackle. And it's,
0: it's sore, but like you can feel it. It is better now. It's
1: instantly a little bit like it hurts. And then yeah.
0: Hector looks very chagrined and a bit ashamed. When you got knocked back, you heard Gilly just go. <gasps> it's like a big old gasp. And he's just sitting there with hands over his mouth watching this whole thing happen. Are you okay?
1: Oh, yeah. I do this every day. She says, making circles with her shoulder. That'd be bad. Uh, Sometimes it's the other arm, (laughs) and it's better. Oh, no. Way easier.
2: I'm I'm real sorry, Athena. Uh, Hector, it's fine. Well, I kind of see what you mean. Um,
1: If y'all want to come with us... Veal knows Gil's face now. Veal probably knows where Gil lives. We have a safe place y'all can hide out for a little bit. If you want. I'm saying it's probably a safer place for you than the city until Veal is dealt with.
2: Uh, what but do you, What do you mean until he's dealt with? Like, I mean, we got lives. We got,
0: no, I know. I got a
2: job. You got a job.
1: Gil, what do you do?
0: I work for the city, I'm part of the college. you know, I work a little bit with the historical society, you know, I'm kind of a librarian.
1: I should go to the library more, she says more as an afterthought to herself. It's really good for you. I like she the says. way it smells.
0: He perks up a little bit. Yeah, I really like, you know, books, and
2: it's just good, yeah, Um. I don't. I don't, I don't want to lose my job.
1: I don't want that either, feel is incredibly dangerous.
2: I
0: mean, do you think we're going to be gone for long?
1: It depends how fast I can find this guy. I've been looking for him for a while. He's like a ghost. Mm. He can
0: literally be
2: invisible and
0: yeah. You just hear a Gil go, hmm.
2: I mean, I really appreciate all, all that you're offering, but we, I mean, where is it? Where we? Go? you make it sound like, is it in the city? Are we going somewhere else?
1: It, yeah, that's, it's past the lighthouse.
2: In the tunnels?
1: Well, I mean, it's not like just a tunnel. It's like a little town. Kinda.
2: Like that rickety place out on the water?
1: Um, a, a little less rickety. Um, very solidly built. Lots of good people there. Uh, that are in the same situation as you guys. Kind of learning how to control the new stuff.
0: Why... Why do you think the wardens would, wouldn't would help us? I mean, they're here, they're trying to protect the city. If this Veal person is out there killing people, like, they'd help bring him down, right?
1: Uh, I don't think they would. Why not? There's like a, a ladder of control with these wardens, right? You got, you know, the boss up top. Except this boss can exude psionic biological control over the people under him, which is everybody in the wardens. So they might not all be acting of their own. Uh, what's that, Pavi? What's is it? cogents? Is that the word I'm looking for?
0: That's a word. Is it the right word? I don't know. Volition, maybe. Volition. I don't know go with what feels That right sounds, that I think sounds context right is the most important thing here
1: yeah he can basically you know get, take take over what you're doing and look through your eyes and you know all that bad bad stuff and uh that's what the wardens are it's just a front they're not here to help people they're there to bring more people into their fold and control them it's just it's it's just bad hmm. we're not new like we've been cropping up for ages it's just been covered up for a really long time
2: I mean, yeah, make good points, I understand what they're saying, but they just seem really anti-top, and as much as we got problems coming from there, I mean, one of the reasons that our city's basically back to being able to sustain itself is because of Rose's dad, Naveen Faj, Jump-started the entire food ecosystem, so I can't blame people from up top for wanting to get in on some good. It seems like the rest of us, you know, we only got in because our ancestors, people came for us, made the choice to come down a little sooner. We don't, I didn't have anything to do with that. I can't take credit for that, but.
1: I lived up top for a long time. I think the problem with it is just the scope of vision to sound totally non-pretentious about it. People are people are people everywhere you go. We all want the same stuff. We all want to come home and eat a sandwich. We all want to hang out with our friends. We all just, you know, want stuff to be better for the people we love, right? But the intersection of powerful people trying to pit these groups against each other just because they live a little different is fucking stupid and it happens all the time. So there are these di- these these divides that people set themselves into, like toppers. Citizens. We all used to be on the surface. And then, you know, obviously stuff went real bad for a long time. Yeah. I don't know. I think I lost my train.
2: It's all right.
1: Point being, I can't make you come with me. I do think you'd be safer and better equipped if you did, even for a day or two. I'm not going to keep you in a place against your will. It's just, it's, it's a boot camp, you know, for folks like us.
0: What are they training us for?
1: Everyday life. So you can walk down the street and a panic attack won't trigger, you know, brain anguish for other folks. I had panic attacks all the time. I get it. You can't always control when that happens, but you can learn coping skills that with your, you know, more potent psionics now, it's a good idea. And we have people there that can help.
0: Okay. I'm going to need you to make two different persuasion rolls. One of them is for Hector. One of them is for Gil.
1: Who should I do first?
0: Hector's, I think, is going to be at a minus two and Gil's is going to be flat. Okay. Can Pavi support at all? Yeah. Because I do have an adventure card. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's teamwork.
1: The bonus from all support rolls is doubled this round. This applies to all allied characters.
0: Pavi's not good at talking to people. (laughs) She has tongue tied as a hindrance as a reminder.
1: At plus two.
0: Unless you have something specific that you think she would draw. And I think persuasion is the only thing that really makes sense right now. Persuasion makes sense to me. I know it's really scary. Athena's helped a lot of people. And there are a lot of people there. You guys can make some new friends. You know, if you want to. It'll be safe. Athena gives a thumbs up at Pavi. Pavi rolls a five minus one is four. So instead of a plus one, you get a plus two, unless you oh, would like her to Benny that.
1: She can Benny one of Benny
0: her two, buddy is. Blue a six <gasps> into a one seven minus one is six. You get a plus two.
1: Plus two, pretty cool.
0: So Hector's flat and Gil is now at a plus two. Uh,
1: Hector's flat, you said? That's that's that, that's a five.
0: Okay, so one success, and Gil.
1: Gil. Gil really wants to go to Prism. <laughs> that's a nine.
0: Okay, yeah, you you've fully convinced Gil. He's like already nodding with what you're saying. Just like, yeah, I wanna I wanna control myself. I don't I don't want people to be afraid of me. I don't want to hurt people. I just I just wanna go back to my life, wringing his hands the whole time. And Hector says,
2: "Um, well, given what I just did without meaning to, I, I I see your point." I don't really want to put our lives on hold, but I don't want to i don't want to see them end either, and I don't want to hurt anybody. So, if even if it's short-term, I think, sure, if you can show us where you, you want to take us, we'll go.
1: Okay, cool.
2: Do we have a way to get back? If we decide we want to leave?
1: I can come and get you. We don't have a super-established in-and-out flow, yet there is an emergency transport. She does not elaborate that it's a fucking pirate ship.
2: So you take a say you might not be able to get out
1: no you definitely can cuz i will come and get you
2: do we have a way to communicate with you
1: yes but you're not going to believe me till you see it do you like
0: moths uh don't. smash cut <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's good <laughs> so maybe we get a short montage how do you transport them how do you take them out there
1: athena and pavi Corey cycling one on each gotcha Poppy's probably feeling pretty good recently. They're getting to bike a lot more, hanging out together. It's really good for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thriving.
0: So you guys fly them out on your hover bikes. Maybe we get a shot of you dropping them off, being introduced to Isaac, a handshake between his gloved hand and Hector. Gil very nervously looking around, but, you know, the, the populace of Prism being welcoming. The quick shots that we get here in the montage, we see that, over time, Prism has also started to look a little bit more homey. Just accoutrement that have been brought here with each passing trip. You guys might bring a few more supplies with you and just odds and ends. And the things they've been able to create themselves, like Weaver has obviously been very busy and there's a lot of plant life and vegetation that's hard at work Weaver here. is thriving. Yeah, Weaver is doing very well for himself. Hector comes to see you guys off again and just says,
2: I appreciate what you're doing. This is all kind of a lot, but...
0: Yeah.
1: Thanks
2: for uh, being straight with me. I can't tell you that I'm excited to be back in the tunnels, especially after what happened last time, but
1: Right. Um,
2: seems like an okay lot.
1: Is Gil elsewhere right now? She okay. she doesn't want to weird him out sure. any anymore. It's okay. <laughs> just gawking at Hala Rishi.
0: <laughs> Rishi, like swarms around him, just like uh ah, ah, no, ah, no. ah. casts fear on everyone. No.
1: <laughs> Rishi, no. Zeev was one of the people like us. It kind of went a bit off the deep end. I don't know if he was a terribly well-adjusted guy before, but he certainly wasn't after, so. But he was also, like, alone, and I don't know. I I got a lot of feelings about Zeev. That's kind of why I'm trying to do all this, so people don't have to be alone and don't have to figure stuff out all by themselves. And I don't know, it's it's nice to have a community that gets what you're going through.
0: Yeah. Mm. Hector turns and looks over his shoulder and sees Gil is with Isaac and they're just talking and there's a couple of the prisms, pr- prismers. <laughs> prismers. <laughs> <laughs> the prismers standing around. Isaac is trying to ease Gil into it and be jovial but maybe his energy is a little too much right now maybe <laughs> and Gil just is kind of looking a little overwhelmed what Hector says
2: yeah I think uh, I think you're probably right so all this time you've just been well keeping an eye on me make sure I don't blow my stack or whatever why and I enjoy your company <laughs> yeah there's that thanks Athena You an alright lady.
1: I try to to be, she says, not teary-eyed. Not at all. maybe gives you a hug. That's
2: nice. We'll be alright, don't worry. You go get that son of a bitch came after my boyfriend. Or I will.
1: Gil's really nice, by the way.
2: Yeah, I know. He's pretty great.
1: He's real sweet. You should go hang out. Isaac's very chill.
2: He could use some self-confidence. He's too hard on himself. But hey. Who is was right?
1: Right. <laughs> We're all trying to grow, be better versions of ourselves.
2: Especially that weaver, right?
1: Oh my god, he's great. <laughs> all right, well, you want to come home? You send him off my way.
2: I'll do that. And Athena, if you need help when you find him, you let me know, because now I got a bone to pick with him.
1: Can't promise anything, but if it's within my means...
2: He shrugs. Listen, I'm not a fighter like you. I'm I can be an aspirin, but... Entertaining a crowd is not quite the same as a fight to the death.
1: Yeah, there's a little more crossover than you might think. She says as she's walking away. <laughs>
2: I don't know how I feel about that, but take care of yourself.
0: You too. And then we get another short shot of Athena and Pavi flying back towards Caldonix, maybe just gooning around in the tunnels as they... A gooning, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as they race each other and they fly under a waterfall... Pavi uses the excess gravitational force to blast the water droplets in (laughs) your direction. Does a barrel roll.
1: Pavi, my hair's gonna frizz! uh. (laughs) Jerk. Said lovingly.
0: (laughs) It's been a while since we got some time to do this type of thing.
1: Yeah, it's been a little too long. It's been a lot lot of running and finding and... I mean,
0: (laughs) there still is a lot of that, but...
1: Well, yeah, but... Now, sometimes the running is just for leisure. Yeah. How about that?
2: It's crazy. I don't know. Feel good.
1: A pretty good day so far. Yeah. I was really worried they were not gonna go that easy.
0: Well, I think him knocking you into a wall probably helped everything.
1: See, it was a tactical injury. You can never short sell those. What baited him? <laughs> no. You did that on
0: purpose, didn't you? No. You didn't have that much
1: force. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you got to take better care of yourself, especially right now.
1: I I am so healthy all the time. I'm drinking a smoothie every morning.
0: How much sugar are you putting in it? You can put sugar in a smoothie. No. Stop changing the subject.
1: I, di- I, di-
0: I did. Shh. <laughs> Real talk, though. How are you feeling? I mean, I know you've been having some control issues.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Um...
0: It hasn't been, been like getting better,
1: cry. Um, but it hasn't been getting worse either.
0: What about so. Rishi? Oh, I mean, what about Rishi? I don't know. Does he have any advice for you? Is he able to do anything? Um, I haven't
1: asked specifically yet. Mm. All right, I just... I should probably just keep go seeing Roja for PTs. The, probably the best thing I can keep doing. But... All right. Ooh, who's got the time?
0: Yeah, it's not like you don't have the chance to see her all the time. Yeah. It's fine. I'm not trying to harp. I just wanted to check in. You're flying back to Athena's apartment right now. Athena and Bobby's apartment. Yes. Okay.
1: She's going home, getting a quick change of clothes and heading to the office.
0: You guys stow your hover cycles in the garage.
1: Is the garage a little a little
0: emptier than usual or is it still stocked in this transitional period pavi's been slowly moving a lot of her things out i don't think they live like too far away where do you think they live
1: oh i don't know i don't know where roja lives i assume that she moved into roja's probably very much nicer apartment
0: (laughs) it's probably a little nicer yeah (laughs) let's see here Um,
1: i didn't know roja doesn't strike me as a bubble girl
0: roja actually lives right here oh okay There is a strip of residential area, like, right outside the bubble, right off the the one train stop there. So it's right off the waterfront, and that's where she is.
1: Oh, man, she has to do a lot of transfers to come to our apartment, doesn't she?
0: Yeah. Dang, she must really love Pavi. The transition's certainly been harder for Pavi's family, just knowing that they won't be able to, like, see her whenever or just on a daily basis. But they've also been, like, overjoyed to the point of almost smothering you, Athena, in terms of, like... (laughs) Wanting to make sure that you want to stay uh, and that you're comfortable and you have everything you need because, you know, they don't want you to be lonely and they're probably feeling a little lonely
1: too. Athena is accepting all of the gentle, maybe not so gentle reaffirmations that they want Athena to stay. And she's like,
0: okay. It's clearly not like a monetary thing. Like, uh, yeah. They're, they're not trying to keep you as a tenant so they can get money or anything
1: like that. They have not been paying the adequate amount of rent ever.
0: Probably not. Ever. Ever. So, yeah. But the building is owned by Pavi's family, at least in part at this point. That's what I assumed. The garage is mostly cleaned out. You guys take the stairs up to the apartment. You go inside. I think it still looks mostly the same, but bits and pieces here and there are missing. She's left you the pitcher plant trash can. Yes. Of course. Maybe one of the smaller chairs is gone. Everything from her room has been picked clean at this point. Mm. And there's probably just like one more box of kitchen utensils that she was very adamant like no this is mine i'm taking this i bought this this is i i use this i like this you can get your own i don't even cook what have you seen me cook except like that one time toast didn't mm-hmm. go so well are you gonna be okay without the ability to cook i'm afraid you're just going to only ever eat out you'll have so much salt in your diet
1: now, I don't know for sure, but maybe on one side of my family, I have some latent Nakir genes and I can just start eating raw meat that your dad throws out.
0: Don't do that. <laughs> That's a bad idea for a lot of reasons. Oh, yeah, is it? Yes. Obviously, Goobin. She gives you a little push. We can see out the back and there's, you know, still a lot of plants out on the balcony. Mm-hmm. There are some fresh ones there that are now like food ingredients, Celtus and things like that, too. And Pavi's way to try to encourage you to actually get some foods at home. Maybe Ugh. try to cook yourself at some point.
1: I don't know how to make a Celtis thing. Like, what what do I even do with one of these? She just like cracks an entire head off of the plant and brings it back in and tosses it to Pavi like it's a fucking
0: basketball. <laughs> these are heavy. I on, know. Dense. Yeah. She catches it with a whoop. I mean, you can stir-fry it, you can boil it, you can put it in soup to simmer.
1: Well, how do I stir and fry it at the same time? Well, you put it in a pan with
0: some oil and, you know, mushroom Sounds oil fake. You've watched me do this so many times. I think have it. I been paying attention? No, obviously. Obviously, you haven't been. It's fine. You'll figure it out or you'll starve or you'll come over and have dinner with us. And- <laughs> See, here's the
1: thing. <laughs> Pavi always cooked at home and Isaac always cooked up top. So she never had to
0: fucking learn. Only well, you need to get your own live-in chef.
1: But I used to have S-Car Glow.
0: Maybe there's like a cute cook you can meet, mm. you know.
1: I mean, that would be nice. Really
0: sweet line chef. Hmm. What about Charles?
1: Charles. He's, he's like a little
0: older than you are, but he's
1: older than me. I don't know. I don't think I'm ready for that. And is also, you too much like your grandpa.
0: Yeah, it's okay, weird. It's a little weird. It's weird. Yeah. Sorry. I think Mobius is single.
1: Oh well, that's because I've been running a, an ad campaign against him on all the dating sites.
0: Are you serious? Who's to say? <laughs> she looks aghast. Like, she's just standing there, like, doing calculus in her head to try to figure out what this means. And she says, Okay, I have too many questions, but I do want to hear the answers. But it gives me something to look forward to for next time.
1: True. What do you got in that last box? The utensils
0: I just told you about.
1: Oh, that's it? That's all you came for? Just your, your you don't want me to mess up your spatula? Well, I mean, it was the last thing I needed. Mm
0: -hmm. And all the other stuff's gone. I mean, I obviously want to make sure you get home okay.
1: Are you sure you don't have any leftovers or you don't have daddy pillows or any, Mm -hmm. any, any, any shorts
0: or any? um, She she just walks over and gives you a hug. I love you. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Not that far away. Maybe. I I, I was the one who said I wouldn't move out until you were ready. I
1: know. And I'm super, super ready to be in a new phase of my life. And you are going to go and kiss your beautiful girlfriend.
0: Yeah, I am.
1: Probably on the mouth.
0: Oh, yeah. There's going to be mouth kissing. And she squeezes you and then she kisses you on your cheek and just goes,
1: she pushes her face away.
0: (laughs) Stop. (laughs) puts her tongue out.
1: Oh, don't forget that plant. Not that one. That
0: one. What's wrong with that one? Why do you want me to take it?
1: Because it choked me.
0: Oh, but it's here for your own good. It doesn't do that anymore. <sighs> no, you fine. We see the vines like whipping around in the background just a little bit.
1: It does make her feel a little bit safer.
0: Weirdly. Alright. Well, I'm really proud of you. You helped people. Today, I mean, we both did. Yeah, but I'm really proud of you. You got more done than I did. I just got shot at by a bunch of fucking wardens.
1: Yeah, but you didn't get shot.
0: That's true. The bike did. Is your
1: bike okay? Does it need a tune-up before you leave? I mean,
0: I've got stuff back at the, true. At the old, new apartment.
1: I haven't seen the garage space yet. Is it good?
0: Yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's a little bigger. Well, don't worry. Over. You <laughs> can bring your bike. We can work on stuff.
2: That sounds good really to me. Good. Yeah, Rosha's just got some nice space, you know.
0: Not that we didn't. Yeah, and some space. I'm. Mean, I don't know. What she she lives near the bubble, but she's not down in the bubble.
1: She doesn't strike me
0: as a bubble girl. No, her parents do. I think her mom insisted. And just wanted to. I don't know.
1: Her mom. Yeah. For security reasons? Like, because her dad's big and fancy and That's probably important. part of it.
0: I mean, she's pretty important in her own right. So I think she likes the prestige on some level.
1: Do I not know who Roja's mom is?
0: Naveen Ruka? The Kraken? The aspirant Kraken? <laughs> yeah. She was the runner-up to be the Kasar a couple years back. But I wasn't here! I... Sorry, I assume you oh knew. Oh my God! Roja, I'm just, Roja didn't ever tell me! I mean, she doesn't do it herself. Buh. She doesn't talk about her mom a lot. They kind of, they don't go Buh. home. I mean, they. it's fine. They just, there's some stuff there, you know? Okay. Shouldn't talk about it. I'm just a little baffled. Her mom's a real bad
1: bitch. I've seen her fight. Yeah. I've seen her fight a lot.
0: Yeah. Poppy says, nodding emphatically. Oh my God. I'm blushing just a little bit.
1: <laughs> well, good for them.
0: They're very powerful.
1: Well, don't, don't, if it's going to be weird, don't let Roja know I know, I guess. Or maybe she thought I already knew. I don't know. Secrets and secrets and secrets. It's all an onion. It's a croissant of uh,
0: life. Spiraling ever onward. <laughs> yeah. Like a boomerang. <laughs> I'm just like you, you always come back. And she hugs you again. All right. I'm out of here, kid.
1: All right. Ki- kid, you get up, you go get out of here. I'm gone. Keep <laughs> she, that key though.
0: She walks out. Okay, I will. And
1: anytime. I love you.
0: I love you too. I'm still good. I'll see you tomorrow.
1: I know. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye, nerd. And
0: she leaves. Athena, your apartment is empty.
1: That's weird she says out loud to herself maybe to the plant she just walks around for a little bit examines her half of a life that she has now you half yeah,
0: have expect the toaster to come to life as the last guns start talking to you but it does <gasps> not
1: she misses that
0: mm-hmm.
1: Athena looks around her apartment takes a couple steps she's never been here but alone before I mean she's been here alone but she hasn't been here living alone But then, uh, you know, she thinks about how Pavi was living here alone for a good long while. And that makes her a little sad, but also makes her feel like, yeah, she can do this. And Pavi didn't even run away. She's just down the street. (laughs) Yeah, I've got this. Howdy,
0: Pickle. How's it going?
1: Pretty good. Pretty good? Yeah. We're going to have some burritos.
0: Are we? Yeah, we're going some burritos. That's what we're doing tonight? Yeah, we're in burritos. Thank oh God. I you know. What a night. So before we
1: can get to them burritos, we got some people to say thank you to.
0: Thank you, Crockett and Laveshaper. For all your beautiful
1: tunes.
0: You guys are great. You can find Crockett at crockett.bandcamp.com and at Crockett80s. And you can find Waveshaper at waveshaper, the number one, dot and at Waveshaper underscore SWE on Twitter.
1: Savage World was created by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group, and you can find them and their products online at peginc.com. They just had Genghis Khan. It was a rowdy, raucous time. Rowdy, raucous time. We couldn't attend ourselves, but we heard year. it was great.
0: Yeah. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash rpg for you and me, starting at the $2 a month tier. The five dollar month gets you access to the bonus feed, which has outtakes and bonus fun episodes. Absolute zero. Tuka's very nice day. Tuka's very nice day. Do you guys want to know who Plush Henry is? You should go listen. Speaking of Patreon, there's some people we'd like to thank. Golly, I know who all of them are too. List them. It'll be like the Poke Rap, <laughs> but it's the ultimate test. Go.
1: Thank you to Chase, Valentine, Ezra, and Nakota. It doesn't rhyme. It doesn't. It's I'm fine. sorry. May, wouldn't that be neat if we got enough patrons where I could lay out oh, a God. rhyming? Thank you. Okay. New
0: goal. 150 New goal. <laughs> <patrons>. <laughs> it's a, a good patient. goal. 150 patrons.
1: But thank you also to Caleb Sunstead, Jackie, Zach, Ben Hatton, Paxton, Gerald, Alex, and Davriel. Thank you everyone. Thanks, everybody. Means a lot to us. Helps make every episode fresh off the off
0: the presses. I hope you guys are enjoying season four so far. We off are. to a start. A good start, I'd say. I wasn't gonna be the one to say it, but I will. <laughs> That's it, Pickle. That's it. We done it. Let's go eat burritos. Yo. Let's go do it. Burrito time.